The NHS is an institution, but it's also a political football kicked back and forth between politicians for the past 75 years. It's a burden to some and a potent vote winner for others. It's a construct framed in the media. It's a set of ideas and a logo. It's a workplace for many and the birthplace for almost all of us. It's become a valued part of our society. It's extraordinarily special and it's being destroyed. Quietly, intentionally, steadily and cleverly, the NHS is being dismantled by politicians who do not want the NHS to exist in its original form as a publicly funded, publicly run service aiming to provide equal care for all. Instead, it is being transformed into a cash cow to create a steady stream of profit for private corporations funded by the taxpayer. This focus, this overarching political mission, has been a relentless project for the past 40 years. The public hasn't been consulted on the dismantlement of the NHS, didn't vote for this, and many are unaware of what's going on. It began slowly, but the incremental changes that weakened the service's integrity have now been coupled with funding cuts that have been so severe that the service is now collapsing. The politicians and others who have been advancing this agenda have engaged in a decades-long campaign of deflection to avoid the scrutiny of the public gaze. Some of their names will be familiar to you, and others won't, operating in the background to further corporate interests before moving on, perhaps to the House of Lords, perhaps elevated to a position elsewhere, rewarded for their commitment to the cause, the privatisation of the NHS. Four decades on from the inception of these changes, their intentions are not in doubt. We can see before our very eyes the impact of their decisions, decisions they have made based on self-interest and political gain, which have pulled our public healthcare project away from its original principles. Through their decisions, their compromises, their dereliction of duty towards the public, they have disregarded these aims. And this is why the NHS is collapsing all around us. This is why the waiting lists are the longest they have ever been in history. This is why when people are calling for ambulances at their most vulnerable moments, often they're not arriving on time. Sometimes they're not arriving at all, and many patients are needlessly dying, unable to access the care they need. It is horrifying to recognise that this situation is not an accidental happenstance, but the realisation of the political ambitions of many people over many years. The politicians have not done this alone, of course, and this is part of the reason why many people do not understand what has happened. Politicians have been supported and encouraged by political donors, by acquaintances, by the carefully orchestrated, rage-inducing headlines of media outlets that call attention to the failings in the NHS, but not the causes, blaming the nurses, or the doctors, or the patients, weaving narratives of almost truths upon never-truths and preying upon people's vulnerabilities, their fear and their anger to do so, until many people believe a tapestry of incendiary soundbites about the service. A tapestry of nonsense. This tapestry provides an excellent shroud for them to operate behind, doing the real work, writing the legislation to push through reforms, and meanwhile pulling budgets down to render the service dysfunctional, then barely functional, and then not functional at all. Watching this towering institution that once was robust sway and then start to topple. 
and as it begins to topple, they have swept in at various junctures with the changes made possible through their quiet changes to the legislature. The changes that they claim will improve things. They wring their hands on national TV, professing that they love the NHS, but, careful glance to the camera, world-weary stance, rueful smile, things must change because they simply are not working. They have, in this way, implemented solutions to save the NHS over the past 40 years. They have built an internal marketplace. They have entered into partnerships with the private sector and outsourced services, bought capacity in the private sector at busy times and have even started selling off NHS assets to the private sector, including allowing the sale of large numbers of GP practices to a US healthcare insurance company.